Hey, everybody. Welcome to Five Songs or Less. This is Danny. This time around, Cody's back. Uh, I gave him the band Muncie Girls. And for the first time on the podcast, I uh, gave somebody a cover <laughs> in the five songs. Yeah, I was. So we'll see how that goes. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> Hi, Cody. Hey, how's it going? It is going pretty good. How are you? Cool. Uh, I'm okay. I'm pretty good. Yeah. What'd you have for dinner tonight? Uh, meatloaf. Mmm. Fucking bat out of hell over yeah. here. Yeah. Classic. How about that's you? A pizza. Mmm. That's that's a Friday meal for me. Yeah. Pizza has become a podcast night meal. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Because when Amanda gets home, she doesn't get home to like six thirty ish, and kids usually get fed before that mm-hmm. so it's order pizza everybody's happy yeah uh anyway yeah we had i had some pizza and then i was playing lego star wars with han nice while that, i waited that newer for, skywalker saga one yeah 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 he got that for his birthday nice yeah that's cool that's probably fun those those games are always pretty fun yeah, they're pretty different now from like when I used to play them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very like open world, kind of just go around and do whatever. And then like almost like an RPG or whatever where you like go up and just talk to people and they oh, give you yeah. a task to do. Oh, okay. So that's cool. He he really likes it. And like he has a Marvel one that's kind of similar. It's like above my head. I would need to like sit down and play from the start. <laughs> Yeah, but That's I don't cool. know. He he likes those kind of games. Like he likes Minecraft, but he just plays on creative mode and just like goes around and builds things. Build stuff. So. That game has been like huge for like what ten years now or something, least, and I still have least. no idea what it is or how it works yeah. or what the yeah. point is. I just see it everywhere and on mm-hmm. kid, little kids' shirts and stuff all yeah. the time. But that's cool. I've, I've attempted to play it, and I feel like if I was his age, I would be into it. Yeah. Um, or just, you know, younger in general. Because I used to probably like, you know, just kind of building things and mm-hmm. games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now I just don't have the patience for it. Yeah. Like, I need I need a quest or something. <laughs> <laughs> all, these, all these Minecraft kids are going to grow up and be, like, programmers and stuff. Maybe. Probably, right? Maybe. What's been going on, dude? Mm. It's been a little bit. Yeah. Uh, not too much, but I know that you have some new pets. Have you we talked about those on the, cats. On the pod ta- yet? I have not talked about them on the pod yet. Sweet. Uh, the l- last episode, if anybody listened to the last episode that came out, which will have been Mac Miller, uh, I was talking to Eric and we were talking about cats for a while. Uh, and I was talking about how I really wanted to get new cats, and we, Amanda and I, are we're in serious cat envy mode. <laughs> uh, and so Sunday, uh, we went down to Petco, where Front Street Animal Shelter has their cats that are ready for adoption, and we got two cats. The gray cat <laughs> is named Gertrude, aka Gertie, aka Trudy. A.K.A. Gertz. 
those are the only names that we've we've called her. Uh, mostly Gertie. That was that was the the thing going in. Anyway, the person who owned this house before us and sold it to us was named Gertrude. Went by Trudy, so we decided to name our cat after her. And then the other cat, the other cat, the black cat, is a boy and is named Jinx after Jinx Monsoon, the drag queen. Very cool. <laughs> what are their have their personalities come out yet, or are they still just like cats, kind of kittens? Mm-hmm. Right away, you could tell their personalities. Like yeah. um, Jinx is kind of I don't know aptly named. He's constantly like running around and very rambunctious. And although Gertie does uh, start some shit too, he's usually the first to start start to start <laughs> starting shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Gertie is definitely. A little more timid, not as timid as Nutterby was, because uh, like Nutterby, I don't even know if you ever really met Nutterby because she was always hiding. Yeah, I would like maybe see her run away or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think like Gertie came and uh, sat on my shoulder for like twenty minutes today uh, <laughs> while I was working. It was adorable. The best. Yeah, and she's super tiny. I think she's a little bit younger than uh-huh. jinx and so but anyway yeah they're fucking adorable we're so happy to have cats again they've like instantly are totally fine with us because i was kind of expecting them i don't know maybe when you got new cats they were kind of this way but like i was expecting them to hide yeah a lot when we brought them home but they were just like in it immediately like exploring and nice looking around and stuff. are they uh biological brother sister no no they're from two different litters but they warmed up to each other pretty quick pretty quick yeah that's always uh, the weird a bit of hissing part. at first mm-hmm. but like i mean less than a day they were they were fine with each other that's good yeah yeah, yeah we're very happy um the kids are fucking stoked uh and they'll just like it's nice because like whenever the cats start to fight if the kids are home uh i'll just be like kids go play with the cats and then the cat mm-hmm. you know they'll use the little feather thing and they'll chase them around the house and <laughs> all that kind of stuff so it kind of uh alleviates the fighting a yeah. little bit when you're trying to like play with your cats to get them to you know direct their behavior towards play rather than trashing the house or whatever. Yeah. It's like, it's funny how quickly you get tired of playing with the goddamn cat. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. playing with cats is great until you like have to do it at a certain point. And then <laughs> you're like, Oh, I just want to finish my show or whatever. Not, yeah. 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 But, uh, oh so it's God. probably nice to have the kids to, uh, play with them. We were watching Obi-Wan last night. And the entire time the cats were fighting and it was a really stressful episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like Han's been watching it with us. Have you watched at yeah. all? Okay. Yeah. Han's been watching with us and he's, he really likes it. But uh, because the cats were fighting and stuff, he was paying more attention to the cats. And that mm-hmm. was stressing me out, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, not to sp- no, we're not. I, this isn't spoiling anything, but that episode was maybe there are some parts in it that have little kid might not be into or like oh, yeah. would, would we, freak him out. There were certain parts <laughs> where I was like, yeah, you need to close your eyes. Come over here. Yeah. You're not watching this. Are you enjoying? Oh yeah. yeah. Loving it. It's, it's yeah. really good. 
Yeah, it's pretty uh, good. Did we ever talk about Boba Fett? Because I remember you had asked if we had watched it, and I said no, we hadn't. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think so. Oh, I think we ended up talking about it. Yeah. When we went record shopping one time. Yeah. But anyway. That sounds right. Have you guys uh, watched uh, any of Miss Marvel yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We were, the Wednesday is like chock full of entertainment now mm-hmm. with, I mean, with two shows. But yeah. Yeah. It's it's Miss Marvel. Watch a bunch of breakdowns of Miss Marvel. <laughs> and then, uh, Obi-Wan and then watch a bunch of breakdowns of Obi-Wan. Yeah. Yeah, Miss Marvel is like amazingly good. It's really fucking good. And uh yeah, I kind of feel like it's the best thing like Marvel cinema has done yet, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It's not it's, over yet. I guess it could take a turn, but Sure, sure. It's just like so stylish and mm-hmm. the main character is so like fun to watch and Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, I've I've really been enjoying that. So, yeah, that's what we did last night. We watched those shows and got stressed with the cats <laughs> and then yeah. they fell asleep. But they, they like, uh, we'll snuggle up with each other now. I nice. started doing that yesterday. So, so they love each other and it's only been, it hasn't even been a week yet. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I'm surprised you're not going to see the four eyes tonight. I saw that the four eyes were. Oh, uh, I can't, tonight. I gotta, I gotta record a podcast. <laughs> well, you, you could have told me. <laughs> But if I don't do it tonight, I won't be, I don't, so I'm going on vacation in a, in a, in a week or two. So Ooh. I can't, I won't be able to record for like a while cause I think okay. I'm going to be too busy. So I, where are you I going? To, uh, I am, uh, this year at work has been incredibly busy and stressful and uh-huh. awful. And, uh, with everything else in the world, I sure. really need a vacation, but <laughs> Brandy can't necessarily take as long of a vacation um, and, and she has been very supportive. I am, I am taking a solo road trip. Whoa. Uh, I'm, I'm the furthest I'm going is Kansas city. I met Whoa. a couple cool dudes in and can that are from Kansas city a few years ago at a horror film festival in Colorado. Uh-huh. So I decided like, Oh, I'll go see those guys. But yeah. I'm taking like, like the easiest, fastest way to get there is like, you know, do a three day thing where it's like sack to Salt Lake City to Denver mm-hmm. to Kansas City. And then it's pretty even and about like eight and a half hours a day or something like that. But uh-huh. me and Brandy want to go to Denver for an actual vacation. So and I've driven to Salt Lake City before, so I'm trying to like avoid doubling up on things that I've already uh-huh. seen or I'm going to see again. So I'm actually driving from Sac to Idaho to twi- to Twin Falls, Idaho, which is only 8 hours away. Like uh-huh. you don't I don't I never thought about how Idaho is just like right there. It's not far. And then Idaho through Montana are you going to say hi to Dante while you're in Montana? Oh, maybe. Where's he at? <laughs> he lives in Butte. Mm, I am staying I in in Casper. Casper, Wyoming? Did I? S- yeah. 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 Oh, okay. That's where his girlfriend used to live. But now they both live in Montana. Did I say Montana earlier? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not going to Montana. I'm going oh. to Wyoming. Oh, okay. Uh, I've, I have planned about... Uh, 
you know, 30 different routes trying <laughs> to figure out the best way and like have gotten to the almost pulling the trigger on the hotel in a lot of places. And so, uh-huh. but I'm, I'm pretty sure I did settle on, on Wyoming, okay. not, not okay. Montana. Sorry. Well, uh, when you get there, you should time travel back a few months and okay. then you can hang out with Dante. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Wyoming to uh, South Dakota, almost to the Iowa border uh-huh. and then to Kansas city and then to Oklahoma city and then to Albuquerque and then to like Phoenix, I guess still trying to figure that out. Where's Eric from? Maybe I should make this a five songs or less. Uh, Eric is, is in he... Phoenix. Okay. Well then I'll, yeah. can I stay with him? Maybe. Can you make sure he hears this episode before yeah, yeah, I leave? Yeah. And no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm, I can get my my own place, but um, that's cool. Yeah. So, and then to LA for a couple days, and then wow. back up. I'm gonna be gone for like two weeks. All by yourself? All by myself. It's gonna, gonna be get wild. Lonely out there. Oh man, I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like not even. I know no one is, I mean, there's, are, I'm sure other people like this, but I feel like a lot of people will think it's weird, but like the whole point of this is just like, I just want to drive sure, and listen sure. to podcasts and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and music. Like I'm not even like, like I have planned based on the drive, not like what I'm going to stop and see on the way. Like I'm sure yeah. I'll make some stops, but the point is driving and seeing new scenery and stuff, which, you know. Now is the best time to take a road trip because gas has never been cheaper. I know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually literally the worst time. But I mean, who says gas is ever getting cheaper again? It it, It might just keep getting more and more expensive. So maybe now is the time. Uh, It's never going to be the right time, Cody. So just do it now. I know. That's kind of what I'm telling myself. I'm also like going very, I'm vacillating between oscillating vacillating mm. going back and forth between being very anxious and very pretty excited about it yeah um, like i've made sure every place i've booked is like cancelable in, in case i wimp out but oh okay okay we'll see that's good i mean that's gonna be really fucking exciting yeah uh try to take a lot of pictures yeah, I will. But I, I mean, you're going to be driving a lot, so I know don't I was take a- pictures while you drive. I was actually looking into getting like a dash cam. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if I actually will, but I thought it would be cool to like be able to record some of the scenery and stuff as like instead of taking pictures, you know. Yeah, but we'll see. Dante um, went on a road trip. And uh, was telling me about a town in Idaho called Wallace, Wallace, Idaho, okay. which he recommends. Okay. So I should see if check that's it out. on the route or a close yeah. detour. Yeah. Nice. I'm going to tell him Cody is taking a trip and is going to stay in your house. <laughs> <laughs> Great, except I'm not going near his house because he's in Montana, Um, right? The one you lived in (laughs) when you lived in Wyoming. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) 
Uh, that's really fucking exciting, man. Um, yeah. I'm going to probably bother you and text you just to make sure you're okay. Yeah, that's fine. Um, if I'm trying to think if we can figure out a way to do it, you know, I'm going to have enough time in the car. If you can just record both ends of the conversation, we could just record an episode while I'm driving. Maybe we can, we should record an episode yeah. on Nebraska as I'm driving through Nebraska. Ooh, that's a good idea. <laughs> There's a way you can record the Zoom call. Obviously, if we we did a Zoom call, I could record mm. it. Yeah. Well, let's think of the logistics later because this doesn't make for good content. But <laughs> <laughs> it all depends on your signal. To be to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, but that would be really uh, cool. Actually, <laughs> could be. Could be, could be a short episode. Yeah. So, Cody, how does it feel to be the newest, biggest, um, the newest, biggest Garth Brooks fan? Oh, man. It feels great. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like one of those things where it kind of starts off with a little bit of irony and it's just Mm kind of funny. And then it's still funny, especially watching videos of him. But I think I'm a legitimate fan now. Like, so I, I watched, I bought a VHS of the, uh, Garth live in central park that Nate referenced on our Miranda Lambert episode. Hell yeah. And there are like a million people there. (laughs) Um, so, so awesome. And he is like unhinged the entire Uh time Uh playing to like the, the millionth person in the back (laughs) of the park, like total theater kid. Like, you know, he's like, he smiles big so you can see it in the last row or whatever. He like (laughs) makes these very grand gestures and, and expressions. And, but then the way the cameras are, they zoom in pretty close. So it is like wild to see him (laughs) like just totally unhinged. Yeah. 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 There's a lot, you know, he's got the headset microphone and, Uh and you can see that it's actually like touching his lips. So there's many places in the video where he's like, licking his lips and licking the (laughs) microphone and it is so gross but so like funny and it's just like probably back then they never thought like ah people aren't gonna like be able to see that much or whatever like but even like i've got a nice tv and even a vhs on the nice tv like probably and it's big (laughs) you know compared to like tvs back then so it's like yeah it's like, wow, that's a lot of Garth on the screen. <laughs> a lot of Garth. Um, and his band is like incredible. Hell and the yeah. interactions between them are incredible. There's like a helicopter flying over the entire oh concert. Oh, God. It's, I really, I think we should, me, you, and Nate should watch it together because it's really yeah. fun. And like every song's a hit. Like, totally. Yeah, it's really good. So I'll probably be listening to a lot of Garth on this on this road trip. Um, I'm excited. How are you going to listen though? Oh, you're right. Well, luckily that the, (laughs) the Garth Brooks box set that I bought that came with four of his records also came with CDs of those records. Nice. So, but I'll have to go to Goodwill or something and get, get the few that didn't come. Sure. Come with it. Yeah. Like, I don't know what, how they chose, like they left off some essential albums in my opinion from the same era, but Uh Yeah. Uh, Garth is great. And of course, 
we talked about making a shirt that says Garf Brooks. And yeah, yeah, as yeah. soon as I, um, we got done recording that night, I looked it up, and of course, there's like multiple yeah, versions yeah. of the Garf Brooks shirt already. So we don't have to do that anymore. But <laughs> they're all pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. Did you buy one? Not yet. Not yet. Not but yet. you will. Not yet. There's. I follow a lot of like uh, bootleg T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Instagrams um, that make like old band shirts that you can't buy anymore, you know. Sick. And uh, I finally found one that is. They do a lot of stuff, and they've only done they've done George Strait so far, but they've been teasing some Garth shirts. And I am I've like you know turned on my notifications for them <laughs> for so I can like order yeah, them yeah. when they go up right away. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. I'd be super down to watch that <laughs> that VHS uh, recorded for an episode or just hanging out with buds, yeah. whatever works. Uh, I'm super down for that. That sounds fun. Garth Brooks, bring coming back. Are you gonna go if he comes to the area? Are you gonna go see him? Yeah, for sure. I was thinking about that, like how badly I want to see him now. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he still has it? Have you watched recent videos of him or anything? Uh, I think he probably still has it. He probably isn't as athletic anymore. Sure. Oh, yeah, because that was the one thing about the video is like, so Central Park is huge. So Mm. there's like a huge stage. But then on each side of the stage, there's like a wing that is like just as big as the stage. (laughs) So it's like three stages. And there's like multiple times in the video where he starts at one end and just runs across (laughs) all the way to the other end. And as he's running, he like taps his band members and they just start running behind him, like following him. Oh, it's so weird. It's great. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you sent me that one clip and I was like, it looked like he was running really fucking far. And I was like, is he going back and forth? Across? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that was one one length. And yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully Garth uh, comes on the pod one of these days. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, that'd be great. I guess. I guess. <laughs> You know, I'll have to do a week. Maybe I can do a Garth episode for you. Some yeah. of those deep yeah. cuts. Yeah, totally. Cody, we went to a concert. Oh, yeah. I should have asked you about that. Can you believe it? How was that? It was great. Yeah. That venue, you were you went to uh, Grass Valley, right? Yeah, Grass Valley Center for the Arts. Mm-hmm. It was a very nice venue. It's recently yeah. been remodeled. Mm-hmm. Within the last, I think, within the last year or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. but Yeah. Everything was very nice and clean, and Nico Case was sounded as gorgeous as she always has, mm-hmm. and put on a really good show. She just did like a kind of like a greatest hits album, so it was just kind of the hits she was playing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. Very, very when I saw I saw Waxahachie there oh. a few, I guess a month ago or so. Uh-huh. And it was great. And it was like not I wouldn't say it was sparsely attended, but it was Mm -hmm. not so crowded that like we were able to get a seat and then 
nobody was like sitting directly next to us. Oh, that's another good point about that venue. I, I, I don't know. For your show, was there a choice to buy standing seats or sitting seats? Standing seats? Well, not no. standing seats, but like there was for us, they were the same price, but you could buy general admission standing oh, or general yeah. admission se- seated. Yeah, we bought general admission seated. Which was tight. Which was very nice. We we got some good seats. And yeah, it was the same thing. It was uh it was well attended, but like there's obviously still tickets available. Yeah. I think I think that's the place to go if there's a show, because I think it's too far for Bay Area people to mm-hmm. come crowd the place out. Yeah. Whereas Sacramento, I think a lot of times people will travel for that. Yeah. Um and then it's like good vibe yeah totally totally uh it was easy to get to from here too because you we just take sunrise all the way to roseville essentially oh okay Um, oh yeah so i don't have to deal with the i don't know the freeways on that's the other side of town are annoying yeah um but yeah it was a really nice drive i don't think i'd ever been to grass valley before Mm -hmm. which is interesting but um, but yeah, show was fucking great. Um, she put on a really good show as always. And, um, she had, there were two members of the new pornographers playing there. Nice. Um, on stage with her, which was cool. Uh, I wore a mask the whole time and so did everyone else for the most part. There were mm. some kids there, uh, that were like Han's age and maybe a little older. And then I was just sitting there like, we should have brought Han with us. <laughs> I don't know if he would have had a good time, but yeah, he's at the age now where I feel like I can start bringing him to shows and he won't be completely bored out of his mind. Like the last couple <laughs> shows I took him to. Yeah. 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 So I don't That's know. Cool. Maybe next time. Well, whatever you take him to make sure it's good. So when in, in 20 years when he's podcasting and somebody asks him, what's the first show you went to? He gets yeah. to say something cool and not like something lame. Yeah. Well, the, the first show he went to was uh, Ben Steiner playing at uh, Phono Select. Okay. That's not too bad. <laughs> but I feel like that doesn't count. You know, it's got to be the first yeah. show he like remembers. Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I doubt he remembers that. If if he remembers anything from that night, it's it's messing around on the arcade game that they have. Oh right, yeah. And then that one show that you put on, that like outdoor one. Oh yeah, comedians and stuff. He mm-hmm. he probably remembers the ski ball, and that's about it. <laughs> right, <laughs> At that right. brewery. Yeah, but I don't know. We'll see what comes up. I think we're playing a show in August, so maybe I'll take him to that. Nice, and he'll hate it. Yeah, where at? Where's that going to be? Cafe. At? Cafe Colonial. Cafe is no place for children. I know. <laughs> Especially a metal show there. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you get moshers, but... No, no. We've only got moshers one time, and it was a house show, so it was appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> but we're too slow for, for moshing. You can do the, the famous Sacramento slow mosh. <laughs> is there a famous Sacramento slow mosh? It's not famous, but... Oh. I think it actually only happens at the Four Eyes Christmas show. Oh, okay. The first time I remember it happening was when they did Zombie by the Cranberries. Oh, nice. 
that's cool man yeah. i like i like talking to joel i get to talk to joel like multiple times a week now yeah he's picking up his kid at the same time as as me mm-hmm. he's a really nice guy he is he's like the nicest yeah. guy yeah and he's i don't know where exactly where his his house is but they bought a house in rancho cordova and they live oh. not far from me i didn't know that that's cool yeah um he said they i was describing where we live and he was like oh i think i'm like maybe a mile or two away from you so pretty close by that's awesome yeah okay cody would you like to talk about the muncie girls now uh sure yeah let's (laughs) let's talk about the muncie girls okay uh why did i never tell you about this band i think you did i just think i ignored you (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Or I didn't ignore you, but I forgot about it. Yeah, I probably you probably played them for me in your car, and we maybe talked yeah. the whole time, and I never really listened that yeah. closely. Yeah, it sounds vaguely familiar. Okay, okay, because it was it was like 2018. I was really into Muncie Girls and Martha mm-hmm. and the Beths. Yeah. And that was like a big, those were like the big three for me that year. And I was mm-hmm. listening to them all over and over and over again. They're all pretty, pretty damn good and, and different and shouldn't be lumped together. But of course, us Americans, us American males are going to be <laughs> like, yeah, they're the three bands with the girls that sing with an accent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so. Th- that was around the time, and I don't know. I guess I, I just mostly kept them to myself until I was like, I, I will give this, I will tell Cody about the Muncie Girls when I have a podcast. That's <laughs> what I was waiting cool. for. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, sounds like you liked them. Yeah, they're great. They're the five songs. Uh, I only listen to the five songs. Good. They're all uh, really good. Uh huh. Uh, their lyrics are are great. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's the type of like punk I like. Yeah. I was having a conversation a little earlier today with my friend Jacob, and uh, I I I'm sure I'm not the one that coined the term, but I called them uh, post orgcore. <laughs> Shit, post orgcore. <laughs> I forgot about orgcore. Because <laughs> I feel like it's like you know one. One step removed from like Reviver and yeah, 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 and Ladderman and all those cool bands. Yeah. Um, <laughs> although you know we should, they're probably not that post. They sh- they should probably get credit for kind of making that kind of music cool as well. It's not yeah, like yeah, yeah. It was just those guys, but I heard them later, so uh-huh. that's I guess why I called them that. Yeah, I guess they're kind of they're sort of contemporaries with a lot of that stuff, but. That's funny. I I like it. Post org core. <laughs> Wait, so where did where did you first hear that? I don't know. Did you just one of those bands you It was when uh the twenty eighteen album came out, so fixed ideals. Hmm. But I don't know how I came across it. If it was just one of those it might have been you know what it might have been is that um Apple Music playlist mm. that has a bunch of org core on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! What is that one called? Do you know which one I'm talking about? Mm, no, I mm. I rarely listen to those. Yeah, 
playlists. There's every there's time a... I try, I just skip through everything. So <laughs> it's sort of pointless. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I'm going to try to find it really fast. I'm trying to think of like an, an Apple music type of name for that playlist. Like, I don't know, like, uh, uh, gravel. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they, close. They've got close. gravelly voices. Um, uh, gravel and canvas. Ooh, that's a good one. Gravel and canvas. Uh-huh. Well, I can't fight it. Anyway, um, what do you it, remember? What the what the little picture is they use? It's not the one that's the close up of a guy screaming into a mic. <laughs> That's is it like, a bunch? Is it a bunch of guys hugging each other, singing <laughs> into the sky? If, it, if it's not, it should be. I think it is a, like a picture of a crowd, like mosh crowd or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, it might have been on there, uh, or it might have been through Twitter or something like that. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it was around the time that Fixed Ideals came out, and they. They didn't, they were like gonna tour over here and then they ended up not being able to. Uh, and I can never get their records because they're British and it always seems hard to get their records, but I should probably try harder. Yeah, you know what? It's not that hard to get stuff from England. You just have to be willing to pay for it. To pay for like, it, yes. Like I just bought both of those new Mar- Martha seven inches mm-hmm. for $15 each, wow. including shipping. Wow. Yeah, I hope they come out with an album because I don't want to buy the seven inches. I bought one of them on, I bought the songs or whatever on oh. Bandcamp, but I didn't buy the seven inch. Nice. Because I was like, I'm not going to buy the seven inch, but I want to listen to this song, but I also want to support them. So I'm going to yeah. get them like five bucks or for two songs or whatever it is. Good call. Yeah, I'm the best. <laughs> You're the best fan. Yeah. I wish I could remember how I found them. I also wish they would come back to America uh, and do a tour so I could see them play live because they seem like they put on a good show. Yeah, maybe. Never mind. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) I keep keep wanting to just like lump these, you know, like I was going to say like, you know, maybe we can just get Muncie Girls Martha and Los Campesinos to all tour together. But it's like. Maybe those maybe they hate each other. Maybe, maybe they don't they all like hate each, each other. other. Yeah. Like why am I assuming that they would want to tour together just because they're from the same country? I don't know. Jeez, Cody. Jeez. <laughs> you know, when they were going to tour, they were going to play with Junior Battles. I wonder if it was like uh uh through uh, Sam and 155 that Oh, okay. I came across them. It might have been something like that. Because I remember when when um, Fixed Ideals came out, Sam was like all about it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So it might have been through that. Sam okay. Sutherland approved. Oh, they did. They did tour with Los Campesinos, I'm seeing in their Wikipedia. So oh, they're best friends they're and they're going to come play at Harlow's again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to 15 people or however many people were there. Such a weird, such a weird show. (laughs) You want to talk about the first song? Sure. You ready? You ready to do it? I'm ready, I guess. I mean, I'm actually not ready at all. You're not ready at all. Let's do it. Uh, Off of the album that I just for the first time read the title of today, 
uh, from <laughs> Kaplan to bell size. I don't know. Uh, respect. I should respect that album title more. Song's pretty great, huh? It's real good. It's real good. It was a good intro to this band. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing that popped into my head when you know the first couple seconds played and her voice came in. Do you remember in like nineteen ninety eight or ninety nine or whenever it was when we I first heard Newfound Glory before like. <laughs> anything came out and I was like almost positive it was a female singer. <laughs> I don't remember this, but Oh uh, yeah. So, Cause it, there's the, the song that I famously loved called scraped knees. Scraped knees. Oh sure. Sure. From like their very, very early rec- album. I guess yeah, it, was it was an, an album. EP. EP. Um, and, uh, the way he sings and the quality of the recording, I was like, Oh, this is cool. This is like a, like, you know, emo punk, band that has a a female singer yeah yeah but it wasn't at all it was just (laughs) i don't know why i for sure thought that it was yeah and that's what it reminded me of a little bit in a in a good way because once i found out that that wasn't a female singer it wasn't as cool Um, (laughs) and that's actually awful to compare them to that band because that band (laughs) is fucking canceled (laughs) Muncie uh, Girls, England's Newfound Glory. <laughs> Newfound Perfect. Glory, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, it, it sounded like lo-fi and, and DIY enough to have that like cool edge yeah. that I thought was like rad back then and still think is cool. Totally, totally. <laughs> did you watch the, I forgot there was a music video, but did you watch the music video for this? Oh, shoot. No, I did not. No, okay. Do you want me to? Do you want to watch together real quick? <laughs> we could watch together. Maybe. It was acting up when we did our Primus episode. Ah. Um, but I can try it real quick. It was like hella quiet. Mm. Well, I mean, I've heard the song. Have you? <laughs> no, I haven't listened to any of these songs. <laughs> Actually, I probably listened to this playlist more than I've listened to any other playlist. Oh, really? But I paid attention and took the least amount of notes on this playlist. Yeah. It's they're a very listenable band and these five songs are very I mean, they're short and sweet and catchy and yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Is it going to be hella quiet? Oh, I got to Wait, yeah, how does this work? I haven't sent it to you yet. I was just seeing if it was hella quiet or not. It's quiet, but it's doable. Mm. I didn't pick very good songs because there's not much like live footage of any of these songs. Yeah, there's not even... I couldn't even find lyrics for one of them. Although, oddly, they're in Apple Music, but they're not on the internet anywhere. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Did you... Uh, if you look for the lyrics to Pet Cemetery, you probably should look under Ramones. Maybe that's why. Oh, oh that's a Ramones song? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to watch the music video or do you want to watch uh, kind of like a live in studio thing? I don't care. Ooh, Whatever you I think. Care. Uh, let's watch the music video. Okay. Okay. Ready? Here we one, go. One headphone. Yep. 
Muncie Girls. There they go. Go on to work. Let yourself out. That's what that note said. It's like she's waking up in a, some dude's house. Uh, yeah. So she finds a bunch of scantily clad ladies in magazines, mm-hmm. posters. He's got a sick Santa Cruz skateboards hat, though. <laughs> yeah, he does. This is sexually explicit. Explicit. Things are different than England. Man. <laughs> so in these days, she played bass, and they were just a three-piece. But now they're a four-piece, I think, and she plays guitar. Oh, that's cool. Which is pretty cool. They haven't done anything in a while. I've never read Burkowski, but maybe I shouldn't. She's yeah. throwing them away. She's doing the right thing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I can't, can't sp- I've never read Burkowski either. <laughs> but I heard he's a jerk. of each line of the chorus there's like these different little drum fills that the drummer does I really like yeah he's really fun to watch yeah I think another reason they might be orgcore adjacent is because the guitar player A plays a Telecaster and B uses a capo (laughs) Which is, uh, oh, I did not know these elements of. Well, I don't know. I just, uh, a guy from one of the guitars from Iron Sheik does that. Gotcha. Oh, Huggy hell yeah. Bear. Huggy Bear record. Huggy uh, Bear. We should do Huggy Bear. We should. I've never really listened to them. Uh, just a little bit, but none of their stuff's streaming, so it's like. Oh, okay. They're like the Garth Brooks of uh, <laughs> the punk rock. <laughs> they're the Riot Girl of Garth Brooks. <laughs> Should have changed his posters on the wall too, though. Mm-hmm. Throwing away those those tallies. tally marks—that's what they are. Yeah, that song's great. It's a cool, yeah. cool little video. Yeah, the. I mean, I'm glad that I like this band and this song because it would have been fucked up if you would have been like, "This was the first song and I didn't like it," and I was like, "Yeah, I don't like this song." <laughs> I like the music, but <laughs> keep your politics out. <laughs> keep the politics out of my. Um, no, it's it's really good. The lyrics are good and yeah, and relevant and uh, and and it's really fucking catchy as well. Yeah, 
it's something they do really well is they do these songs with these like politically charged or socially charged lyrics, but make them extremely catchy. Mm-hmm. Just get like stuck in your head for hours. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. It's, um, it's a real catchy one. Um, I don't have any timestamps though. Do you have any? Uh, I was going to, I had a timestamp for the little drum fills. And then I have something at the very, 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 very end. And I'm going to see if you hear it too. So we're going to go just to the very end. Tell me if you, if it makes you think of something and it makes you want to start like, if if you start hearing like another song next, not obviously not the second song on the playlist, but gotcha. Yeah. yeah, You know what I mean? Okay. Totally. Here we go. Oh. So like, it reminds me of MXPX. Oh, okay. That's not who I was thinking. What were you thinking? Okay. So just keep that in your mind. The dun, okay. dun. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the last two two chords at the very end sound like the very last three chords yeah. of Time Bomb by Rancid. It's, uh, <laughs> if you wanted to pull it up, it, it would be the second to last song on life in general of mxpx i think ends that way mxpx uh life in general okay second to last song so Mm -hmm. destroyed by you yeah like last 10 10 seconds or something 15 seconds let's hear it Mm. maybe that's not what i'm thinking of (laughs) I did like that though. I like the nanas. Sounds yeah. like Blink One Eighty Two. Song rips. But anyway, that that was my last note. I just listening to it a, <laughs> a few times today. I was like, wait a second, and uh, yeah, Olympia, Olympia WA started like going through my head all of a sudden. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, I can totally hear that. It's funny the that whole phenomenon of a song, you know, hearing part of a song and then hearing your mind you know what comes goes to the song after it i have it with like weird like um like time life infomercials that were on when i was a kid where it'd be like uh, songs of the 50s and it yeah, would, yeah, yeah. you know just play like 10 seconds of each one and then it would like now when i hear those songs i hear like the next 10 second clip in my head Whoa. when it gets to that part of the song it's weird my that's that's cool yeah but yeah, that especially music from like high school and like CD days, mm-hmm. because you pretty much had to listen to them in order. And then at like in high school, I was big into make, making like mix CDs for people, and then I would listen to the mix CDs, and that's not the right song that comes next. <laughs> but anyway, it made me think of that, and I thought it was funny. That is funny. Yeah. 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 All right, the next song that I gave you is off of their 2018 album Fixed Ideals and it is called Picture of Health. I really like that it starts out with like the chorus guitar or the chorus Mm -hmm. music or whatever um i like it when songs do that 
Uh, I remember trying to do that on a song uh, back in Out of Line, my high school band, everybody. Uh, <laughs> and it just confused everybody. And so we just did verse, chorus, verse, chorus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, because I, I, I like the the rhythm chords but i like that it has like an octave line that goes with it that kind of mimics the vocals on the chorus so yeah i I really like that uh uh what do you think of this one cody uh it's good (laughs) sweet next song next song (laughs) it's a cover um yeah no it's it's another catchy one it's got some it's a little more um God, my brain is broken. It's it's like there's a little more going on with this one musically, I think. Yeah. There's a little more fancy guitar stuff happening, which I like. Yeah, Sounds there is. Cool. Uh, they definitely have matured a little bit. I think by this yeah. time, at least on the recording anyway, she was playing uh, guitar or second guitar. So it just kind of adds a little bit because they're both really good at what they do. And they've got like some cool chorus effect on mm-hmm. some of the guitar on kind of this whole up there's like one song that was on this playlist but then i ended up cutting it um that has like big like johnny Marr smith's kind of vibes oh cool it's like kind of jangly it's got the chorus on it and uh but yeah definitely check check out the album um fixed ideals cool I really well. Let's play some of the song, and then we'll talk about like what it's about and stuff. Because I like the mm-hmm. message. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got great pre-chorus, and then my next note is and chorus. So I'm just gonna play some of this. chorus rules yeah of course i love the do 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 you part okay okay or do 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 yeah i i I wasn't sure uh i was like that part's really neat but i could see how it might be off-putting to certain listeners maybe Uh, Uh, that kind of like quick repetition of those few lines in the chorus i I can see that too but i am not one of those yeah yeah. i think that's one of those things where people would not like it and i'd be like what are you talking about (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's good i'm glad uh i really like that i like that it has that kind of repetition on those the few lines in the chorus Mm -hmm. but i really like the kind of like message or whatever you want to call it of this song and about being kind of being there for a friend or whatever. Yeah. What I'm getting from it is, I don't know. It, it makes me think of, uh, like you, because you've been in there for me when I've had really hard times and stuff. And so it, it's really close to home. Like the Aww. message of like, 
being able to lean on on your good friends yeah. and you know well that that is so. nice to hear yeah no totally and it also some of the the like you know the chorus kind of saying like I'm not doing great, but you're not doing great either. Yeah. So let's like look after each other. Exactly. That's like a, I mean, very uh, relatable thing where it's like, I don't really care that much about myself, <laughs> but I care about you. So yeah. maybe, you know, I can, uh, I'll care about you and you'll care about me and we'll, we'll, we'll get through this together. We'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I just really like that. I like the, kind of like camaraderie of mm-hmm. it or whatever um and positivity i was saying on one of the episodes we were talking recently i can't remember which one i think it might have been during the primus episode but not when we were talking about primus um, <laughs> uh talking about how oh it was during camp cope that's right how their more recent album nate was saying that it's a lot more positive and the song he gave me off of that was a lot more uh, of a positive outlook and, you know, crawling out of depression and stuff like that. And that's kind of the stuff I gravitate to more now is that kind of more positive. Yeah. Uh, not like, not like rose colored glasses kind of no yeah. positive, but, but saying like, yeah, things are shitty, but there's, there's a way out. Yeah. And I feel not to bring it back to Orcore, but I do feel like that's kind of like a <laughs> yes. staple of the genre of it's always just like everything is awful, mm-hmm. but like, but you're always going to have fest, but like you've always got fest to look forward to. Uh, <laughs> there's always going to be, you know, a sweaty friend to, uh, yeah. to scream in each other's faces and no, but yeah, just, I mean, and that's like what I, always liked about it is that mm-hmm. outlook because that's just yeah very relatable like <laughs> oh wow everything is a hundred percent horrible but like <laughs> there are some good things that are like make the you know horrible stuff less horrible for yeah. a bit yeah. and everything's so bad that nothing matters so you might as well make the best of you know what you got what you got yeah uh even if little thing that reminds you of your friend is a fidget spinner. Um, <laughs> we're going to watch the music video. Oh, okay. That was a spoiler for the music video. Everybody. Look at that telecaster. How come you don't call it a telly? I don't know. I like using full a, names. Because you're not a fucking guitar dork? Because I'm not a guitar dork. Oh, she's wearing a Camp Cope shirt. She's wearing a Camp Cope shirt. We just talked about them a couple weeks ago, folks. Go listen. We didn't talk about Well, yeah, Nate and I. My buddy Nate. I started listening to that episode, and I feel like I'm two hours into it, and you haven't started talking about the band yet. Oh, yeah. It's one of our (laughs) longest episodes on this podcast. Uh, It's an hour and a half of not talking about the band and then about an hour of talking about the band. Nate is so much better at the banter than I am. (laughs) Like, it's a joy to listen to him, but I don't love listening to myself, but I guess that's... Sure, sure. It's it's the way it goes. Do you think they borrowed the same studio from (laughs) Korn? For this music video shoot? With the holes in the wall? Yes, yes. 
What uh, corn video was that? I don't know. <laughs> I just remember a corn video where there was a bunch of holes in the wall yeah. with lights shining through it. Uh, but yeah, the answer to the question is yes. I think <laughs> corn went to Exeter to shoot that video. Yes, they did. Make us feel the Exeter. <laughs> So, a friend was going to check up on their other friend, and they left a little fidget spinner outside. Now this friend is coming out, finds a fidget spinner. Joy for all ages. Ah. That brings back some memories. Yeah, that's nice. That's a nice sweater she's got on. Ah, the fashion going on in this is always... Um, did you or Han ever have a fidget spinner? Yeah. We've uh, had a few fidget spinners in this house. I, we have one around somewhere. I was playing with it the other day, actually. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Lhasa had brought it when we went to go pick up Han from school. I like this little bridge breakdown part, uh-huh. by the way. Um and I was standing there waiting for Han to get out of school. And I was just playing with the fidget spinner. <laughs> oh, they met on their favorite bench. Yeah. This is nice because this is kind of the... Uh, it's nice where it's like you've got a friend and maybe they don't feel like hanging out or maybe like they're having a hard time and they don't yeah. want to see anybody but you can just remind them yeah Somebody's that you're around them. yeah and uh that yeah. sometimes is enough yeah sometimes the fidget spinner stops but you can always twirl it again mm-hmm. yay they're so good yeah they're so good cody in fact <laughs> Do you have any other timestamps on this one? Or, no. Or, okay. They're so good, in fact, Cody. <laughs> yes, Dan. <laughs> that they improved a Ramon song called Pet Cemetery. Uh, I will actually agree with that. Yeah, you will. Pretty cool that they got uh, Tom Kenny to play a uh, keyboard for them in the background. <laughs> That's a the voice of SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> yeah. Man, people yeah. are not gonna have any idea nope. what we're talking about. Nope. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know this. Their cover of this song is is very good. I almost wish they would have done a little more with it made it even more muncy girls ish sure because it is kind of a straightforward Mm -hmm. cover um but this this is not one of my favorite ramon songs it's it's fairly low on my ranking of ramon songs even though it's Mm -hmm. cool it's from a horror movie sure it's from that era well 
I like that era of Ramon, so I don't know really what I'm talking about, but it's, <laughs> yeah. It's just not one of your faves. I think because it's like from a movie, it has always kind of tainted. Oh, because they're sellouts? No, nah, well, yeah, I don't think that's what I'm thinking, but maybe, I don't know. <laughs> it just, it feels more like an assignment that they did sure. than, than like writing a Ramon song, which is always like pretty weird as far as lyrics go. Mm-hmm. But why, why did you, of all their songs, why did you decide to give me a cover song? I did not know they had this cover song. I was, I, I was picking songs off of the albums and I was like, well, they've got these EPs and splits and stuff. I'm going to look through these really quick. Uh, and I was like, wait, Pet Cemetery," And <laughs> I put it on like the six or seven song version of this. And I was like, do I keep this? Do I keep this? Uh-huh. But they, when I saw that they played it, the cover, I heard it in my head exactly how it was going to sound. And they, it, <laughs> it sounded, she sings it exactly the way I expected her to. And it's, I absolutely love it. It's, I mean, the, the Ramones sound like the Ramones and they're good and they do yeah. what they do. But I feel like they took this song and yeah, it is pretty straightforward, but it's, you can definitely tell it's like a Muncie Girls yeah, yeah. song, you know? It's, it's, yeah, by straightforward, I mean like it's like they, like if there was a, a MIDI version of the song and then yeah. you go in and change all the instruments to mm-hmm. something else, it's mm-hmm. kind of like that where it's like you're just, it's the same structure of the song, but it's like sounds like the Muncie Girls instead yeah, yeah, of, yeah. um, that it also has like a totally, to me, it has a very different, uh, feel to it. It sounds like a little more personal and somber than uh-huh. just being about um an actual pet cemetery yeah. which is what i think of when the ramones do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 it almost feels i mean i can't remember the last time i listened to the ramones but or like this song um but it almost feels like darker to me i don't know if that's because of the organ in the background mm-hmm. or the tone of the guitar or whatever but um something about it feels kind of spooky which i which i like i mean it's appropriate for the song obviously yeah i just thought they they took the song and they leveled it up a little bit and so if it was if it was a very straightforward song and she was like doing a joey ramone voice or something i wouldn't (laughs) it wouldn't have made it to the playlist yeah yeah because they kind of did their own thing with it I, i wanted to yeah see what you thought this is good to know because I have a playlist for you and I think it's finished. I think it's ready to go. Except one of the things I was debating is should I include this song? Cause it's a cover. Oh, sure. But now that I know you're not um, morally opposed to it. No, no, no. There was <laughs> the Dante gave me black keys and there was two covers. Oh, are black do, do black keys. Kind, are they kind of like, white stripes where they're actually just a lot of the songs are covers. They're just of songs you've never heard before. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, they have a whole album of covers. Uh, okay. Of one person or whatever. It's like covering one person for a whole album. Yeah, that's cool. Um, they're, they're like the white stripes in that. I don't like them that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never given black keys of a fair shot. Yeah. And I do like the white stripes. Yeah. 
They're, but I also I also don't listen to them ever <laughs> anymore. Sure, but sure. Um, they're yeah. like he's are all right. Yeah, actually, the dude they seem to produce a lot of really rad stuff. Oh, okay. He's, they're one of those uh, bands where it's like I might not like their music, but they, they I can tell they have really good taste by the stuff that they mm-hmm. work to put out. They uh, I think Dan Auerbach, mm-hmm. I think that's his name, right? Yes think he's the one that produced the latest john anderson record who's like a country singer that is like not i mean he's a very well-known country singer but Mm -hmm. like you probably haven't heard of him he's not like he's not like garth level famous (laughs) nobody is garth level famous (laughs) (laughs) um did you i kind of wanted to to say this before i gave you or like when i gave you the playlist and like told you before you listen to it don't look at the the track titles did you were you expecting the song did you like look at the track titles before you played it yeah i mean yeah yeah i i always i never can like just listen to music and let one song go into another i every time the song changes i look at my phone and see what this next song is called how long it is yeah yeah, like so Okay. It was not a, not a, it was a surprise when I saw the title mm-hmm. and I knew for sure, I mean, it, I'd be surprised if it wasn't the Ramones song cause they like spelled it the same way. <laughs> yeah. But it was like a surprising, uh, cover for them to sure. do, I guess. Yeah. I'd agree with that. But I don't know what Ramones song, other Ramones song I could think of them doing. I don't know. I want to be sedated. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Probably. Uh, Iron Sheik does Bonzo Goes to Blitzburg. Oh, do they? I didn't know that. Which is great. And I could picture Muncie Girls doing that. Sure. Come on. Think of a song. Think of a Ramon song. Oh, I'm not. Did you take me rubbing my chin? I'm still (laughs) thinking. Yes, I did. I was not thinking. I was like, man, Danny's being really quiet. <laughs> uh, I, I kind of already played the chorus. I'm just going to drop it in here at some point. specific timestamps on this one uh because it's a cover and it's yeah it's straightforward but it's but it's their version of it yeah for sure like we said uh i just want to throw you off a little bit on this this playlist i like it all right back to 2018 back to songs written by the muncie girls bubble bath
you like this one? We slowed things down a little bit for you. Yeah. No, this, I think this is my favorite one. Nice. This or, yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, I like that there's some sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the lyrics are poignant. Oh, as always. As always. It, and I don't know if I'm just saying this because they also have a song with bubble sound effects, but it kind of reminds me of architecture in Helsinki. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe that's where they got their inspiration for this, which song. is a compliment. Cause I like that yeah. band a lot, especially totally. the album with that song that I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, this was the first song to, to make it to the playlist. It was nice. like, a, I'm making a Muncie Girls playlist. Bubble Bath is going to be on there. <laughs> this song is great. Does Can I ask you something? Yes. Does Just f- for some reason in my mind, just saying the word bubble bath sounds creepy to me. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. I felt when I said it just a minute ago, it felt a little odd coming out of my it, mouth. This song does not, but the title gives me the same vibes as like, um, I want to pick you up by the beach boys where it's just like <laughs> this. Have you, do you know that song? I don't know that song. Oh man. It's something. <laughs> it's like, it's actually awful. I mean, it's a funny song to listen to and musically there's some cool stuff, but it's like, it's basically like Brian Wilson saying like comparing his, significant other to a baby like wanting to treat them like a baby <laughs> um, uh interesting okay uh, it's off of love yeah. you yes okay yes including the lyrics i want to pat 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 you on the butt <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's amazing <laughs> yeah it's it's creepy vibes but uh, that whole album is there's a lot of stuff to unpack with it. So sure, sure, sure. <laughs> um, anyway, hey, this song is not like that not, at all. Not at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's listen to some fun piano thing things. the piano in there it's a nice little addition i feel like i didn't realize that was piano it's an interesting sounding piano and maybe mm-hmm. it's not a piano um <laughs> but it, i think it is maybe it's uh, it could be you know one of those things where they do like the piano and a lead guitar at the same time yeah 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 maybe? i thought it was some kind of chorus like effect on a guitar uh-huh, uh-huh. whatever it is it's uh, cool it's cool i like it uh i think it sounds fun i like the the bubble sounds in the background mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it's good stuff yeah i'm looking it up on discogs okay because i want to see play the old do they credit the instrument <laughs> credits drums engineer oh this is cool 
Hmm. The way they credit this album is neat uh, because it says in this order, drums, engineer, guitar, mastered by, another mastered by credit, producer, mixed by, and then vocals, guitar, bass, keyboard. Oh, keep things organized. So, well... Sort of. I see it more as like giving everybody who made the album sound the way it did the same amount of credit oh. as, as opposed to being like these these musicians made this record. Everything these are the guys about that it. helped. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Uh, but it does say that she plays keyboards, so maybe it's a keyboard. But I would like to know the exact brand and model of keyboard. <laughs> so in other words, bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think are in the recommendation section on Discogs of uh, Muncie Girls Fixed Ideals? What is in the recommendation? Probably some org core adjacent things. So. The, yeah, but I want. Yeah. Give the, me. Let's give me the, some band names. OK. The Beths. Um. Unless it's a little further down the line. No, no um, I don't, not seeing any Beths. Reviver. Reviver is in the top five. Okay. If we go with Reviver, maybe uh, Ladder Man is on there. Um, not, not seeing Ladder Man, but close, close. Oh, okay, Iron Sheik. <laughs> there you go. All right, all right. <laughs> um, Okay, we don't have to guess everything, but I did. I did think it was funny because yeah. it's uh, the recommendations are uh, in, uh, Kaplan to Bell Size, another album of theirs. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Phoebe Bridgers, Stranger in the Alps. Oh, okay, and then the BYO Split series of Leatherface and Hot Water Music. Oh, sure, sure. That's and then proto that's like core. proto hardcore. <laughs> and then the weaker thens no, oh, reconstruction yeah, for sure site. Um, and then actually there's a lot of recommendations, but I just thought that those first ones were funny. Yeah. Gaslight an- Anthem right next to that Dookie by Green Day. Nice. Um, oh, there's the best. They are. Oh, you just got to keep sweet. going. It's actually the warm blood, uh, oh, okay. a seven inch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and brand new. Ooh, mm. Don't tell the Muncie girls. Mm. Japan droids. Mm. Um, okay. Interesting. <laughs> I'm just going to read band names okay. for the rest of the, well, the pod. You, well, you oh, do if that. You go, if, you go, if you go far enough, you get to What's the Story Morning Glory by Oasis. Of, as, as you always do. That's a good place to stop. that the line I was so young to feel so low is a nod to Garth Brooks much too young to feel this damn old obviously (laughs) (laughs) I just I absolutely love her voice yeah Um, it's really really nice her vocal delivery on every song 
is mm-hmm. so great. And I mean, I, I guess part of it is the accent, but I don't even think that's all, all of it. I just think it's the way she sings. Yeah. She has um, a really nice, I'm, I'm trying to, yeah, put my finger on what makes it good other than it's good, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, she's, it's got a good quality to it. I really like the, I remember saying that I'm going to give up eating animals because uh-huh. how many times have I said that or thought that and <laughs> yeah. it's just has never happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another, like we said on all of these songs pretty much is just a great fucking chorus that gets stuck in your head and like the, the like affectations or whatever, the way she sings it just help, help that even yeah. more. You ready for our final song, sir? I am. This is the one that I couldn't couldn't find the lyrics for. Oh, okay. That I guess makes sense. This was uh, off of their B sides, the point uh, thing yeah. that came out in 2020. It's called Blankets. Oh, I need- actually couldn't even find i assume that that's a b-sides collection yeah uh, record but i couldn't find what that song like going through their discography that song isn't on any of this yeah i don't inches that i saw so i'm wondering maybe it was just an online only type of thing maybe or something. i'm gonna actually look because i was curious about that as well i feel like i should know but let's pull up their old insta insta that's the place you're gonna look that's the place i'm gonna look (laughs) look i found it already you jerk oh okay uh surprise everybody we have a new record out it's called b-sides the point and it's a collection of songs recorded in the same session as fixed ideals some Uh, of the songs on this record are more political than ones on fixed ideals there are songs about poverty and the welfare state reality tv and horrible politicians and we're so happy to finally share them with you all. Out now on Subject Specialist and Buzz Records. Gotcha. So I was wrong. It's not like they're not cold from other things. Yeah. yeah. They're only on that record. So that explains that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what? How do you like the song, Cody? It's great. <laughs> it's a good song, right? It is a good song. <laughs> what to say about this song? It's uh, since we're comparing them to the Beths, I think this is the song that sounds the most like the Beths. Oh, okay. But they don't sound that much like the Beths. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they're they 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 went to the same school. <laughs> Maybe the the University of Gainesville, Florida. <laughs> Not true at all. They don't. <laughs> neither of the, them sound very orgcore. I regret ever bringing up orgcore. I like. I like to just keep going with it, though. It's funny. I know. I know. Yeah. Um. But speaking of orgcore, listen to this drum beat. I keep running towards the storm, using the blankets to keep me warm. Spending half my time, frozen. 
That's, that's yeah. nearly a Fat Records style drum beat. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I was trying to put my finger on it. That's a really good comparison. I, I like it though. It's it's not something that they do often. This like kind of double time mm-hmm. drum beat thing. Uh, and it's a. I don't know. Maybe the first time I heard it, it was a little unex, unexpected. But yeah, it's weird when songs like this. The the way I listen to them, it's like. I feel like it's a slow song, mm-hmm. but it's like the singing is slow and the drumming is fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's cool. Yeah. I totally dig it. My next little thing here is at 132. You're paused. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. I'm I'm looking at the lyrics on Apple. Music. Oh, okay, okay. Just make sure it wasn't like frozen or something. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I I really love the vocal delivery on that part. It's gorgeous. It's just gorgeous. Yeah. Um, it's a shame I didn't see these lyrics sooner because they are very very good. Yeah. The the last part. Of this song, the last verse mm-hmm. I get is very heartbreaking. It really, really is. And that's my next. <laughs> I told you stand. in the kitchen that I want to leave, and you said everyone feels that way eventually. But give it time, and your dreams will fade, and your sense of wonder will be erased. I know that I'm a permanent fixture, but soon I'll be out of the picture. Damn, damn, it's all too. What real. is it? What is it about uh, the other thing about Orgcore <laughs> is? <laughs> Every song, whether it's about it or not, makes me feel like I'm supposed to quit my job. <laughs> because you're supposed to quit your job, Cody. Is it? Is that just like my underlying yeah. feeling that yeah. only comes out when I listen to... It's like a, a trigger, a Manchurian candidate thing. Maybe. It's like, yeah. It, it, it doesn't ever make me want to quit my job, but it makes me want to uh, start a band. Mm, yeah. Or core always makes me want to pick up a guitar and then I do and I immediately put it down and go <laughs> why did I pick this up yeah I think it's just that sense of uh not living up to yeah not living up to what you thought things would be or what you uh I don't know yeah especially uh especially like the things that come with age and like how we've kind of resigned to just doing our jobs, making money, <laughs> like that kind of shit. And yeah. not necessarily like giving up on the things we were passionate about in our youth and in our 20s and stuff. Because mm-hmm. like, I don't know, I still play music. You've got a tape label that does stuff sometimes. And <laughs> I guess I still feel like we... I don't know. Maybe we're holding on too tight to some of that stuff, but no, I don't think so. I think, I just think now it's like, we don't get to spend as much time doing that stuff. You're, you're very, I mean, this is like an age old saying or whatever. Mm -hmm. of like time is wasted on the young, right? Is that how it goes? And it's like, yeah, you, 
you don't realize when you're young how fucking lucky you are mm-hmm. to get to spend like most of your time doing whatever you, yeah. <laughs> you want. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, I don't know if I want to say our generation, but like us, because like my when my parents were in their 20s, like they had kids and a house and stuff. And I just fucked off in my 20s. And like, yeah, I mean, I don't think, I mean, personally, I don't think that's what I wanted either. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't regret that. No, 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 I don't either. Yeah. I mean, there's some things that I wish I would have done differently or better or whatever, but I don't necessarily want what my parents had, uh, at that point in my life, but right. Yeah. But yeah, like I, all I did was like go to shows and play music and take pictures and whatever I wanted to. And it was fucking great. And I'm glad. And I hope that my kids get to do the same thing and not have to like immediately jump into responsibility, (laughs) you know, (laughs) work, work in the coal mine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, totally. That's what it's, that's what it's all about is like, uh, and I feel, I don't know about your parents, but like my family, I feel like there's a weird, like they will never, I think in their minds, they're always just like, when is Cody going to stop being a teenager? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not like I act like this, like youthful person, but it's like, I think, you know, I just like, yeah, have never, you know, whatever. It's just getting too deep. But. No, I mean, I, I know what you mean. Uh, my mom told me when, when Han was born, I guess my dad saw me like holding Han and he like looked over at my mom and he's like, our son's a man now. It took that long. I huh? don't feel like it, but okay, cool. I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't, I do not think, I don't know what my parents think of me as a, as a grown up now, but yeah, I feel like maybe there's something with our parents' generation where it's like, no, you've got to do something. You've got to spend a lot of time doing something you hate to be an adult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like if you're not, if you're not like sacrificing something for something else, yeah. then you're not. And it's, I mean, I feel like I'm sacrificing my time for my money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking work is labor and that shit's not fun. Nope. Anyway, quit your job and start a band, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I I still, I'm fucking 40 years old. I have married. <laughs> I have two kids. And I still get so excited when I find a new band. Yeah. I, you know, I was thinking about that because it's like, I love doing this podcast, but it's hard for me because I just so rarely get excited about new music uh-huh. anymore. Um, and I, I just don't, I don't know what it is. That's just like, has been hard. I think it's just the way you, we consume music now Mm -hmm. is so much different. Yeah. There's no, you know, commitment (laughs) to a band. You can, you can stream something and turn it off immediately. You don't force yourself to like that record. You, you know, decided to spend your money on because you, the cover looked cool. And then like. Like when I first, I bought a Fugazi CD mm-hmm. and it was End Hits. My first exposure to Fugazi was End Hits. Uh-huh. 
which came out in like 98 or something like that. And at the time I was listening to like minor threat and like pop punk and like, you know, black flag misfits, whatever. And so like going from that stuff to like end hits (laughs) was like impossible. It broke my brain. I was like, I don't get why this isn't the same guy. This can't be the same. I hear that his voice sounds the same, but like, but you know, I had that CD. So I listened to it long enough that Fugazi was, cool you know <laughs> like and then like napster came out and i've got like the stuff that probably should have been my first yeah exposure to fugazi and it was a little easier to get into but jumping from like minor threat to the 1998 <laughs> totally. album from fugazi was a was weird yeah that's a big leap for sure <laughs> yeah especially when like most of the stuff you're listening to is like epifat whatever yeah kind of stuff it's weird. I, I really don't want to turn into a person that is like music was at its peak when I was young and that kind of stuff. And I, I, I like looking for and trying out new music and I've become a lot more open minded uh, in the last yeah. last few years or 10 years or however long it's been. But like even on this podcast, like I I love doing this podcast, uh, and I love listening to all these different bands that I might not have ever heard before. But there's only like maybe three that I've gone back to. Yeah, you know, as much as I like a lot of this stuff, like mm-hmm. I think maybe Motion City soundtrack, Gojira, and maybe Gleamer are like the ones I've really gone back to quite Mm -hmm. a few times Uh, yeah i mean i think the problem these days is not like oh the music's not as good as it used to be the problem is like there's way too much (laughs) like all music is good now like i don't know what happened but like (laughs) yeah 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 i can hear shit that is just from somebody i've never heard of from a generation that's like you know i don't know 25 years younger than (laughs) me or whatever And I'm like, man, this rules like, I don't know. I I guess maybe, yeah, it's just being more open minded. But I feel like when I was young, it was like my music was good. There was some older music I liked, but like anything else coming out was was pretty bad. Gross. Yeah. (laughs) But it probably wasn't. It's just because now I go back and listen to some of that stuff and Mm -hmm. it is good. Yeah. And that's kind of the conversation we've had around Garth Brooks a little bit is how. (laughs) Yeah. It all comes back to Brooks. It all comes back to Brooks. You didn't like it, and it uh, wasn't Troil. <laughs> What'd you say? Uh, I, I said Troil because remember his name is Troil. <laughs> I forgot his name was Troil. That's so <laughs> fucking weird. Yeah, it's a family name. It's a family name. Uh, anyway, let's listen to some stuff here. Good, good stuff. 
really, really great stuff. Um, I was going to play the outro too, but everyone just fucking go listen to this song. For sure. It's, it's great. Listen to Muncie Girls. It'll make you want to quit your job. Yeah. If you want to quit your job, have your midlife crisis or whatever, <laughs> put on some Muncie Girls and some Iron Sheik. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and then you'll fucking do it. Especially Iron Sheik, man. God, yeah. That band makes me... Iron Sheik makes me want to quit my job and makes me feel like I can't wait to die. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Just give me back to the earth. Yes, I can't wait. Put me in that river. I can't fucking wait. Uh, Cody, I, I, I know you like this band. How many seconds of your summer mm. are you going to give them? How many seconds of your summer road trip are you going to give them? Oh, yeah. I should put together a playlist of of all their albums. Um, I will give them a... I'll give them a solid four out of five. Four out of five. I would give them like a... Actually, like a 4.3, but I feel like that point uh, number is bullshit, so... (laughs) 4.8 4.8 is the highest we've gotten. Oh, really? With uh, Motion City Soundtrack, Nico Case, and Joshua Ray, Ray Walker. Oh, okay. Cool. So they're not uh, as good. They're good, but they're not as good as Joshua Ray. Well, Walker. I mean, I don't want to like. They're not. I, they, they're not competing. <laughs> but I don't think I gave Joshua. I know that was you. That was so. Me. What would you rate them then? I'd rate them a fucking six. Okay. All right. Off the charts. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, a solid five. I feel like every yeah. 4.8 I've given just should be a five. Yeah. Because, I mean, come on. I think I think every rating in the history of ratings that's like a... Should f- be a five. 4.7 <laughs> is because they're, that person is afraid that, like... It's not good enough to be a five. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. They're going to regret it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good, Cody. I'm glad you like this playlist. I, I knew you would like it because it's really good. And I know what kind of music you like. And I had to make up for Black Mountain at some <laughs> point. So, Well, I mean, when you first told me about this podcast, I mean, I, I, I guess like I've always tried to decide is the podcast to expose somebody to stuff that you know they'll like mm-hmm. or expose them to something that's like fun to talk about yeah you know what i mean like there's both both things are good yeah um i feel like the the episodes where you just end up loving the band are almost less interesting than yeah when you get to to really dig in I, I got to listen to that Primus episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's it's like two hours long, but we talk about other stuff for the first hour. So if you want to, well, we do talk about uh, Tower Theater and The Crest. So, you know, that's interesting if you're from nice. Sacramento. So Nice. <laughs> if, uh, I will tell you the story off recording because it's not my story to tell okay. but everybody listening to this should seek out there's been multiple podcasts where this 
Canadian comedian Chris Locke has been a guest on. And I think I've heard him tell the story like three times about the time he put on a Primus CD for a girl. And it is (laughs) hilarious every time I hear him. Uh, He might have even told it on Blink 155. I don't know if you remember. Oh, no, I don't remember that. Um, Anyways, seek that out. It's, It's very funny. Okay, everyone go listen to it right now. Uh, <laughs> next time Cody's back, we're either going to be talking about boat or boxcar racer. Oh, or, or, or Dwight Yoakam. Ooh, even better. Thanks for listening, folks. Uh, bye-bye. Bye, everybody. pizza from uh delish pizza oh i think we had this conversation before on this podcast before. oh Maybe. okay <laughs> let's relive it um i th- actually think i cut a lot of that conversation yeah. out well it wasn't interesting <laughs> that time so it's probably won't be interesting this time <laughs> <laughs>